Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And... We're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody, what is going on? It is Wednesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm feeling excellent. Pre-game show <laughs> shenanigans were uh, on fire. I am feeling great. Let's go. I don't think there's going to be any way we recreate that same conversation. We're just going to have to release that as a post game because there's no way we recreate what we just did live none, on the none. air tonight. That was uh, fantastic. That was well done. Yeah, so I'll, I'll do that as a post game show. Uh, that, that's definitely what we're going to do. We uh, are coming in. <laughs> also hanging out with us. He's been listening to nothing but emo music and dashboard confessional for the last two days he is sad he is broken it is mookie mookie how you feeling man fuck that motherfucker (laughs) we've been around for 81 motherfucking years we will forget your bitch ass sooner than you know what hits you i cannot wait till the bayou eats you alive and you melt when you walk out into that hot louisiana summer and just the spices in the air melt your pale ass motherfucking Skin right off your body. Let's go, Irish. Let's go, Marcus Freeman. We will continue. We will prevail. This is just a bump in the road. It's just a bump in the road. It's time to shake things up, boys. I'm ready to go. Let's fucking go. Sir, sir, this is a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, in that case, can I get a uh, number one double uh, everything on it? Uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, I would also, can I get two JBCs and then a small, whoa, I know whoa, a large, a large, hold on, a large chili. Hold on. This is Brian Kelly's order. Hold on. Do you actually order junior bacon cheeseburgers as JBCs? JBC. Is that I, really I, what you I say? Mean, obviously. Uh, you, you obviously. are a douche. Most smug way ever. <laughs> Don't do that. What do you, no, it's not. It's just quicker. That is Why the, use lot that is the douche. Matter. All right, thanks, Kevin Malone. Uh, also <laughs> hanging out with us, uh, intern Christian back in the speakeasy. What's going on, Christian? How you doing, man? 
How's it going? I'm good. Good seeing you again. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving, man. I mean, yeah, it's Thanksgiving, but lots of Bud Light limes. Oh yeah. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have you back, man. We got an awesome show. Look, there's there's probably going to be a lot of Brian Kelly talk tonight. Uh, ah, we're we're me. gonna we're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna talk uh, the ridiculousness that is uh, college football right now. College football playoffs. Scott's going to do his haters guide to hard knocks, uh, and I, I I think we got to get into some hot stove talk because. It is heating up already, fellas. Before we get to all that, though, let's talk about these beers that we are drinking this week. Scott, what is in your mug this week? I'm assuming it's some type of pumpkin beer. (laughs) It's December. Pumpkin beer month don't stop, baby. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, I'm just jocking off you. I'm trying to be more like you. So I finally got around to the uh, the PSL. Oh. Nice latte tonight. Y'all already know from Mike before, almost 7.5% pumpkin ale pretty damn good man I, I i'm rating this on the brian kelly suck scale and um this is, this is him sucking the fattest of the fatty like, this is damn good the, fatty dumpy if you will the brain yeah. <laughs> uh matt bar- not winning a championship for a decade <laughs> matt bar wants to know are you jocking me or jacking me very important distinction here i'm jacking him okay I'm fair thank you style just, by jocking just him. jacking <laughs> Uh, Mookie, what do you got in your mug rated on the Brian Kelly suck scale? Yeah, uh, whatever, fuck that guy. Um, I'm drinking a fluffy fluffy pumpkin um, from Odyssey Beer Works. I did not, I clearly have time to look this up on Untapped because that was I had me. Other I had that two weeks ago. Yeah, it's good. Uh, very it's excited good. for Real it. Good. Real good. Ooh. ooh. That's, that's that, that was like that was like the first one I had. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a wow. Really this good. is delicious. Um, I will say for this to be the only pumpkin beer I was able to snatch up off on uh, beer drop. Yeah, beer drop. Um, yeah, it's that kind of night, man. I'm I'm holding it in. I'm holding the rage in right now, and I feel like I'm doing a really good job of it. You are and, and sticking to the script. Uh, but I'll uh, I'll go ahead and rate this a Frank Leahy because I will not speak that man's name nor give him any credit for anything he did here. Um, I believe he was the first coach to have wins vacated. So I mean, like seriously, dude, you do belong at LSU, and I think you're gonna have a real fine time down there. Um, so true, again, the true, the pumpkin, jilted lover. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Joseph favorite Lover. truth. No, see, what you don't understand, though, is that he's now locked into that nonsense, that kind of situation, if you will. We're, we're on The Bachelor right now for like the next 36, 72 hours. Like, <laughs> we're, getting to, we're getting to holler at a lot of different situations and see what we want to work with for, you know, our next uh, season, if you will. And it'll be all right. It'll be great. Like, look, the world's not ending. We still have a talented roster. We still have for now. both our coordinators. For now. Uh, we've got our strength and conditioning coach. Like, things are going to be true. fine. Just fine. Uh, just Drew, fine. I just want to say, Whitey pointed out that a number one double at Wendy's is just the number two. Uh, so no, that's for- false, actually. <laughs> the number one is the single double triple. You have to specify the patties. The number two, I think, is something else now. I think it's the, the bacon cheeseburger or whatever. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Robert Taylor wants to know, who do you like more right now, Brian Kelly or R. Kelly? Why do you ask questions you know the answer to? <laughs> I'm OP on you. Drip, okay. drip, drip. 
all night wow. long. And Robert you Taylor's right. You do sound like an angry altar boy right now. Christian, yeah, what I, are you drinking I, I, tonight? I was, an altar boy. I was never that angry. I was more sleepy and passed out. Not angry. Uh, Drew, I think that means you were drugged. Uh, Christian, what were you drinking? Or what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I have Rolling Rock Tall Boy. <laughs> The most efficient beer of all time. The most efficient beer of all time. I believe Rusty called those uh, dad beers. Uh, he got a real strong dad oh, beer vibe man. off of those. You have four of these before you go out. You'll be sitting in the bar and you're like, oh. <laughs> 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 uh, All right, so on the Brian Kelly suck scale, uh, where's this one fall? I mean, it basically kind of sums up Brian Kelly's whole career. Like, <laughs> never going to be the best, but... Ten and one. <laughs> Every once in a while, a five and six. Ah, I just, that year, I mailed it in. It was tough. This, you know. this rolling rock isn't as good as it usually is. Tonight. Like a five and six. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that now, is now, fantastic. I gotta, I gotta ask: Have is this the kind of bar that you're having that rolling rock in? Because again, yeah, now I, I have right. since moved. I'm at I'm at the backer down in South Bend, Indiana. That is, um, they have rolling rock on tap. That <laughs> yeah, they have rolling rock on special there. It's, it's two for one. And that's the best part. They got buckets and they got drafts. So it's kind of like you know you want to start classy and then get into the cheap shit. You got all kinds of options. But yeah, I'll be here for group therapy for probably at least the first you know uh, third of the show or, or whatnot. But uh, yeah. Christian, again, you, you gave it a, a what on the Brian Kelly scale? Oh, just basically his career. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Great, just great average. Mike, what you drinking today? <laughs> I am drinking uh, First Mug Mocha Porter from Grand Teton Brewing somewhere out in Colorado. It's a really good beer, man. I'm doing porters all month long, and this is a strong one to start the month. A lot of good chocolate flavor, really good coffee flavor. Uh, I would give this one, um, on the scale of Brian Kelly sucking, this is like the suckiest Brian Kelly could suck. It is the ultimate in suck, and that's a good thing on the scale because it's the top of the scale because Brian <laughs> Kelly sucking the worst is the top of the scale. Um, Robert Taylor chiming in kind of. He's doing some work around the house. He said he's drinking a Mason Ale Works Get Rad and 8% ABV Golden Stout with coconut, vanilla, pineapple, and cherry. Dear God, yeah, that's man. that sounds amazing. Uh, by the way, I missed this one earlier. Matt Barr said, I take back everything I ever said about Brian Kelly. Seeing how upset he makes Mookie, he's good in my book. <laughs> okay, so before, before I go there, who else on the show is expecting Mike to mispronounce pineapple? Oh, you motherfucker. Wait, okay. You son of a... No, he, wa- he thought I was going to say it because I, I, saw, I say yeah. apricot. So he thought I was yeah. going to say pineapple wrong. This son yeah. of a No, bitch. I was going to say, how could you say it? Peanapple? <laughs> who knows? It's, 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 it's sure, man. Like, he always surprises me. Yeah, You're a dick. Uh, Gabe says he's drinking Accumulation Winter Hazy IPA by New Belgium, rated as Hydraulic Lift. Oh, God. I should have read the comment. I should have read the comment before I put it on screen. So does that mean it, Does that mean it's good or uh, a dangerous idea that at the end won't really come back in on you for anything meaningful? Uh, Matt Barr said he's drinking Tito's tonight with the holiday season in full swing. It's Skinny Boy Vodka Season (laughs) 2. And look at Pops. Pops chiming in saying Kelly may be more of a dick than Jerry Jones. (laughs) That's 
Who has a harder time finding their dick? Brian Kelly or Jerry Jones? Well, listen, as we know, Brian Kelly is just fat, unlikable Bob Stoop, so it's definitely Brian Kelly. Uh, he's... Sense, yeah. <laughs> Besides, you don't, Jared doesn't need to find it. He'll just have, he'll call his son Steven over and be like, hey, find my dick for me and hold it. <laughs> Brian Kelly has problems, but uh, Jared's son, he's got, a, he's got a couple of sons. I think he's got a son-in-law, too. Hey, come over here and find this dick for me. I lost it again. Hey, other son, feed me popcorn while this one's grabbing my dick. Hurry up. I got to piss and I want to eat some popcorn. Uh, let, let us know in the comments. Same time, Let us know in the comments what you're drinking and rate it on the Brian Kelly suck scale. Uh, Gabe coming in hot, by the way, guys. I don't know if you saw this, but Gabe has breaking news. Tommy Reese is staying at Notre Dame. So why why have we not just announced Marcus Freeman as the coach then? Because you're you're not convincing an offensive coordinator to stay if you're bringing in a head coach Uh, from outside because they're going to want to bring in their own people. It's not like you're going to go up to Luke Fickle and be like, hey, Luke, listen, we want you to take the job. Also, you have to work with Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese because that's part of the deal. He's going to be like, no, I'm going to bring in my own people. So just announce that Marcus Freeman is the new head coach. Move on and uh, let's hope for the best come the next round of college football playoff rankings. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, Because obviously, Mike, what's happening? And I'm back up in the presidential suite here, uh, uh, just outside the negotiations, trying to get you guys all the scoops. Uh, Really what it is, they're trying to figure out the roles and responsibilities uh, and the way to split it up between Freeman and Reese. Uh, Because obviously, Tommy ain't no chump. I don't know how he got here, but... He's done earned himself a paycheck. So what he's looking for is that like associate head coach or that like head coach in waiting kind of situation to make sure he's elevated past just an offensive coordinator. And Marcus Freeman, you know, trying again to be accommodating, given that they're both kind of early risers, is also trying to figure out how to keep, you know, Tommy happy, but also make it very, very clear. This is my program now. I'm no soft fucking Burger King eating pussy ass bitch. This is the Marcus Freeman show. And so he's trying to weigh those things out. They're trying to make it all work in the administration to make sure that everyone's happy and satiated um, and also making sure that they can spread out the love evenly because it's not just about the coordinators. It's about the position coaches. You know, when, when really when you break it down, they're the ones working the players every day. They're the ones out there on the road recruiting. We got to make sure they're, they're whole and they're happy and they understand that Notre Dame, we're a family. You know, this ain't no business. This is God's team. And, and we're here for a purpose. Okay, that was a great uh, diatribe there, Drew. It doesn't answer the question, why hasn't Notre Dame just announced Marcus Freeman as the head coach now? Why are you locking in offensive coordinators and head coaches in waiting when you won't be getting somebody from outside the university then? Like, it's clear that Marcus Freeman is the guy. Just announce Marcus Freeman as the guy now. Like, it's done. Everybody, all the signs are pointing to Marcus Freeman as the well, guy. But, but, Mike, again, what time is it? It's, it's 8.15, right? This news doesn't break at this point, and then you say, oh, okay, you know, at 8.30, when everyone's kind of winding down for the night, we're going to announce and, and, and let, you know, someone know about very big, important professional news. Like, people don't do that. If you've had a decision made, you're going to let people sleep and recover, and then the next thing, first thing in the morning, you're going to get in there, you're going to talk to them. You're probably, really, you should do it face-to-face if you ready. can. No, um, no, he's, and, and, he's getting, no, he's right. This is, Drew, that was such yeah. a subtle dig. You deserve it. Well done. That deserves it. 
Scott I'm did like, not. Three for the last Scott was ready to jump in and be like, they just announced Brian Kelly at 830 at night. And I saw where you were going. It was well done, Drew. Yes, this motherfucker takes the job at LSU. It leaks. He sends a text message to the team and makes them come in for a 7 a.m. meeting to talk to them for four minutes and 38 seconds. Scott, I got to know if you if you had to go into first of all if you had to go into a meeting let's say you work regular hours and you had to go into a meeting at 7 a.m what how many excuses are you coming up with before you go into a 7 a.m meeting none i got the, the one and only that matters i'm sick kid easy done i could not believe the gall of being like men uh, th- I was trying to, I, I'm, I'm sorry that this broke. Yes, I'm leaving. I'll talk to you more tomorrow at 7 a.m. If the, if that happens and I'm a player on that team, my text back is tell me what time the interim head coach wants to meet. Cause I ain't coming in at seven o'clock to have you give me some bullshit and then leave. And that's exactly what happened. He talked for four minutes. This was amazing. Amazing of him to do. Uh, Drew, what are you taking a picture of right now? I was taking a picture of my beer so I could check in. I didn't realize you'd be switching. At <laughs> well, you st- uh, you was, leaned in like you were going to talk and then immediately leaned I, away and took a picture. I, I leaned in to grab my phone off the table. But also I did. I, I was leaning in because um, earlier when you said text the first time, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This motherfucker doesn't even text him. There ain't no group thread of Brian is typing. No, that piece of shit doesn't even know his players that well. They had to use like the company portal thing it was teamwork he uses teamwork teamwork. (laughs) what the fuck is that shit i mean jesus fucking christ i bet you half of those things didn't even get to the players because it's some cheap piece of shit software that they bought like he doesn't even know his players well enough to figure out you know a good old-fashioned phone tree to get the word out so that every guy that can get there gets there no can I just ask a question? And Scott, maybe you can maybe you can answer this question for me because it seemed like just a couple weeks ago, if I remember correctly, somebody wanted Brian Kelly to lose every single game so that he didn't break <laughs> Newt Rockney's record and then get fired. And now Brian Kelly left on his own and somebody seems very upset about that. Am I reading this situation incorrectly? The irony is dripping all over this situation. I'll tell you that much right now. Like, the fact that he won all those games and is still leaving. And this dude is still mad. Like, what do you want? I wanted him gone when I wanted him gone. Because I don't know if you two noticed, but that motherfucker's had one foot out the door all season. Remember that Marcus Freeman quote dropped when he said something about him being a head coach soon or or like he's going to get a job? Yeah, that's because he's like, yeah, because my bitch ass ain't going to be here. So y'all going to have to find someone. That's that's what pisses me off, though, is that he broke his record and then ran his ass out of town three fucking weeks later. This is just the girlfriend who had been thinking about dumping the guy for years. And then one day that motherfucker came in and was like, hey, look, I'm out. And she's like, hold on a second. No, wait. I'm supposed to be the one that I tell you that I've had enough. You don't get to dump me. And he's like, that's cool. Like, I already got a wife and kids. Yeah, so, so, Scott, Scott normally, cool. like, normally I'd I, agree I'll, with you. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll run into each other sometime. But if not, like, it's been real. Normally, I'd agree with you, but the scenario you just played out would have actually had to happen in person, and uh, it ain't even it ain't even that above board. Not to mention the fact that 
that ain't me because if if I'm the girlfriend in that scenario you just you laid out. I'm stabbing that motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I, I woke up this morning, realized that the shit that happened yesterday was real, and I chose violence for my day. I don't know about you. I don't know about what she's going to do, but like, this is where I'm at. We got it. Cool. R.I.P. I just, I'm just uh, amazed, Drew. I'm amazed at the, the flip in you from. Like, just a few weeks ago, you literally wanted him to lose every single game so that he would be fired, and instead, he won every single game from there on out, uh, and left on his own, and you're still not happy. Like, I don't, that's what I don't get about this, because Notre Dame fans have not been happy with Brian Kelly for years. They, Despite five straight 10-win seasons, despite six of the last seven uh, with 10-plus win seasons, he, he's been hated on by the fan base and like this is a perfect example now that he leaves he's like all right fine you know what fuck it i'm out and you're still not happy like you can't win with notre dame fans you can't win any way that it goes down no that's fucking bullshit and i had to leave the presidential suite because it's gonna get real and it's gonna get south bend real right now because that's absolutely incorrect you're missing the entire point what we wanted out of brian was a chance at a title when he came here, he said he was coming here to win a national title, and his job wasn't done until then. Well, you know what this fucker did? He left before his job was done. So I don't want to hear any of that. And he got us into a place where we could have had a shot at it again this year. If we didn't get in the playoffs, fine, whatever. We are still in there, what, two out of the last five years? Them's pretty good odds. And as that leprechaun face motherfucker said in his LSU interview about, well, you don't have to be the best team on the field or the best team. You just have to be the best team on the field that week. Like, yeah, great idiot. That's why if you would have been able to actually coach and you would have believed in yourself instead of just cashing in, you know, selling high, you would have stuck around and seen it through because we had a shot at the four this year. I bet you we would have a really good shot going in next season at the playoffs again. But he just he tucked his tail and ran because he knew he couldn't stand up to it. What has he done in his playoff appearances where he's had time to prepare and prove that the, the recruits he's gotten year over year that have been top five, top ten, whatever, can stand up next to them boys down in south who actually know how to play football? He's gotten his just rails beaten off him every single time. So, again, that's what we want out of Brian. We wanted him to be able to build a championship <laughs> program – and it looked like he was turning it around, but then he admitted to us and everybody else out there that he actually isn't even capable about it. I cannot wait to see him get his ass beat by Nick Saban when he's motherfucking 85. <laughs> and to be clear, I mean when Brian Kelly's 85, because Nick's going to be kicking so, his shit down the retirement village all the way to Joe Pa's grave. So you've got Brian Kelly getting an extension at LSU uh, because he's got a 10-year no, deal and he's only no, like 60 no, no. right now. So you've got him coaching there for the next 25 years. Uh, I, did uh, not <laughs> say, I did not say, just like Swarbrook did this week, be very you know legal and attorney-like. I did not say get his ass beat at LSU. I just said get his ass beat. So he's going to keep getting fired, and he's gonna Nick is going to follow him around and will beat the <laughs> shit out of that JUCO school he gets to. He will beat his ass in the middle tank. school pop warmer league. Like he's just gonna keep motherfucking smacking that fool down. I uh, drew a couple of things. Tank wants you to start doing shots uh, to take this angry rant to the next level. We need to get you well, to the next level because you're at like tank. a you're at like a six right now. It's so let's see if we can get I, you to an eight. I could per, you know predict this. This was like watching that scene in the Grinch when he he got all pissed off that they he 
stole Christmas and they were still celebrating. He was like, those sons of bitches, like, I fucking took Christmas from them and they're still happy? What the fuck, man? Yeah, except what do the I difference do? is, I ain't no bitch like the Grinch. I'm not going to bend over and change my mind. Be like, oh, you know what? That's actually I ain't no bitch like the Grinch. There's the title of this episode. See, and you know what? And you know what? Shelly knows what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Whitey wanted to know what's wrong with the orange lady. She is just staring at you, probably because He's you're looking at Drew wanting them to get out the bar. Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt Stan's got it in here. No, Matt Stan's got it. The closing shift didn't clean the soda machine, so she's stuck doing it. Orange lady is very <laughs> upset about this. Man, if you walk in there the next morning and that shit hasn't been clean. Oh, I always wanted a whoop ass. <laughs> Literally, the least you could do, ask Tim, our buddy Tim Donnellan, the least you could do in the restaurant business is clean the soda machine. You gotta, you gotta gotta clean the soda machine. Off and soak, let I don't think Tim right even now. did that though. To be fair, uh, Tim was gone before closing. He didn't have a chance to clean the soda machine. Oh, he true. left after two <laughs> you, hours. You, you, can't, uh, you can't clean the soda machine at closing <laughs> if you are not. At yeah, closing. Tim. Tim would come in at five and he'd be gone at six and he'd make three hundred dollars and he would be happy. Uh, Scott, I want to ask you this question because I feel like you would give the most impartial answer on this. You and Christian, because I think Christian would have a good answer on this one too. So Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame. It seems, and, and this applies to Lincoln okay. Riley too. Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma for USC. Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame for LSU. These are jobs that you don't leave. Like Oklahoma and, and Notre Dame are jobs you don't leave. Brian Kelly is the second coach since 1907 to leave Notre Dame for another coaching position. All the other ones either died while they were coaching or got <laughs> fired uh, or just They're resigned like or lied and resigned uh, five days after they got hired. Shout out George O'Leary. So, hey, what's he wearing these days? Or, or, or black and got <laughs> ran out of town very quickly. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I wanted him to do well. I wanted so Ty to do so good. And when he started right? when he started off 8-0 in his first year, I was like, oh, shit, oh this dude is going to blow minds. And then he just went right down the shitter, right down yeah, the shitter. He, he, he sucked. Even I was like, Ty got to go. But even He's Charlie Weiss got time. more of a shot than Ty did. Charlie Weiss was yeah. around for way longer. And Charlie. Charlie Weiss was still getting 15 million a year until like last season. Anyways, uh, who looks worse in this, Scott? Does Notre Dame look worse because their coach just bailed on them from a program that isn't supposed to have a coach bail on them? It's supposed to be a destination job, and their coach just bailed on them. Or does LSU look worse for stooping to the level of hiring Brian Kelly, thinking that's going to be the guy that turns around the program and it wins them another national title? The answer is both. Like I, and I'm being s- serious when I say this. Like I'm, su- I am surprised that he ultimately walked away. Because yeah, I mean, you don't walk away from the Notre Dame job. Like that blows my mind. You get fired or you retire. There is nothing in between. And the LSU job, God, it's been all over the place. But seriously, the idea that you sat there this whole time and thought to yourself, man, Brian Kelly who hasn't been able to get it done yet is going to be the guy that carries this program into the next decade and, and gets it done. Like, I don't get it. Like for either school, it's it, the whole landscape is fucked. Like it's fucked. Cause yeah, honestly, I- like you're like USC job is kind of eh, at the moment. Like it hasn't been shit since Pete left and, and leaving Oklahoma for that job. Like, I mean, what is going on? At least with Lincoln Riley, at least with that one, you can say, 
dude's just afraid of the SEC. Like he went from, oh shit, I can dominate in the Big 12, which is not good because Texas is pretty shitty now. And every once in a while, Iowa State flares up or... Would you shut up and listen to me? He went from <laughs> I just he went from oh man, I can dominate in this in this conference to the pre- the president going. Guess what? We're moving to the SEC, and he went. Wait, we're doing what now? I got to coach against too. No, fuck this. I'm going to the Pac-12 where I can coast, baby. I am gonna rule the Pac-12 in this dog shit conference. I got this. I I don't want to coach against real teams. I want to look great beating up on dog shit. Uh, and at least you can say that's a reason to go because OU has that big drastic change coming. Notre Dame doesn't have any of that change. Like Brian Kelly just bailed and technically went to a harder schedule. Like you go from a Notre Dame schedule where you're playing Navy, you're playing, uh, you know, five ACC schools a year. And now he's playing an SEC schedule. Like it's a much tougher challenge and it really makes the move even crazier. Christian, who looks worse Notre Dame or LSU right now? You mean Notre Dame or LSU? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was – okay. No, uh, who looks worse? Notre Dame for losing their coach or LSU for stooping to the level of hiring Brian Kelly because they think he's the guy that can do it? Probably LSU because, like you are just saying, it's the SEC. Like, Notre Dame doesn't have that schedule. Like, if you're on LSU, you're getting every SEC team's best game every week. Like – Auburn, even at five and six, like you saw what they did to Bama, that's not a tough, that's not a, like an easy win. And like the fact that Brian Kelly thinks he can like lead LS, uh, Notre Dame to 10 and two for five years and then go win the SEC. <laughs> yeah, it, the math is weird. <laughs> it's so, very so, strange. So- can, can yeah. I jump? Can I jump in now? Because you just been also looking around is genius, though. <laughs> he is That's a genius. genius. Yes, Absolutely. he bailed. Why is he a genius? Because well, here's the other thing. Like he doesn't want to play in the SEC. Real estate deal. He's a young coach. Like, and everyone right now thinks he's like this elite young coach. You go to the SEC, like that's over. But also, what you didn't see is so the top five recruits that Oklahoma had coming in in 2023 all live 30 minutes away from USC. And have all decommitted from Oklahoma in the last two days. Uh, and, oh yeah, and, re- and recommitted to USC. Maybe not all USC. five recommitted, but at least two of them recommitted yeah. to USC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're following like, them. Something was going on, dude. Can we just talk about? Can Probably we talk for a second? Violations. Can we talk for a second about how amazing Lincoln Riley's lie was to get everybody off his scent? Because if you guys didn't hear that, he was asked after Bedlam where they were like, hey, there's been a lot of rumors going on, and I'm just going to ask you straight up. And he goes, whoa, 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 hold up. I'm going to stop you right there. I am not going to be the next coach at LSU. Next question. And they were like, wow, Lincoln Riley, he's staying in Oklahoma. And then the next day he gets hired at USC. It was brilliant, brilliant move on Lincoln Riley's part to throw people off the trail. I was so impressed. Lincoln Riley has a future in politics. (laughs) That man is going to be the next governor of something. Not Oklahoma. He claims that he only even got in contact with USC. The night after he lost Oklahoma. Yeah, that's such <laughs> bullshit. 
Uh, they, they called me Saturday after the game, and by Sunday morning, we had a contract drawn up, details hammered out, and it was signed, and I was in Southern California. It was weird. It was just a whirlwind. Happy to be here. Fight on. Uh, did you see, too? <laughs> did you see, too? He had said something about how he's going to make USC the mecca of college football, and they put that, USC put that quote on their Instagram, and one of the Oklahoma defensive ends commented on it and was like, he said this same shit to us last week. <laughs> Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley is like a much better version of Lane Kiffin. Like he is amazing. He is, dude, I was just gonna say we might have a new a new uh, coach here, guys, because he, he's like the younger version of Lane Kiffin. Like I might be able to get on board with this Riley stuff. He's, he's I, I'm I'm enjoying the cut of his jib. That's what I'm saying. And, and and Christian nailed it because he's got himself another uh, another three years minimum as that what you say that the hot young coach right that yeah, the guy that's coach. yeah the guy that's like the up and comer has opportunities and stuff like that and he did it by going to the Pac-12 where he can do exactly what he did at OU by being just on the outside because that's what they've been saying is that this is going to re-legitimize the Pac-12 while the Big 12 is going to collapse into the AAC basically and so you'll have the Pac-12 the Big 10 the SEC and then the ACC is basically holding on for dear life. So he's going to have like a solid three year run where it's like, oh, he won the Pac-12. Ah, didn't quite get it right in the playoff, though, but he's still getting his feet under him where he can then go and cash in later down the road, either at that SEC program when he's figured out how to pay everyone under the table, even with name, image and likeness. Or he makes that, you know, uh, save and leap to the NFL for a hot second oh, man. and then comes you back to dominate. I was just going to say. Over under seven years before Lincoln Riley is an NFL head coach. Under, under. I'm hammering that under. That Hammer that is under. not even a yeah. question in my mind. Hammering the under. Wait, and, can I, we rephrase that seasons. How about not years, but like college football seasons? Yes. No, no. That, no. I just meant. I, I meant years. seven years from right now. Like the clock yeah, starts right now. I was gonna say the clock is ticking. The minute, like right now, 2021. Okay. In seven years, he will he be in the NFL. Okay, Scott, the, the Sharks just came in, and they bet down your line to four and a half. Four and a half years is he Ooh, in the NFL. I might take the over there. I'm taking the over. Four yeah. Because he's got he's to he's get his players in there. It's going to take a couple years to turn things around. I'm saying by end of year five, he's in the NFL. That's well, Christian, you just, said, you just said he had a bunch of uh, commits coming in for 2023 that yeah. flipped from OU to – He had five, like – four five-star recruits come in Oklahoma and they all decommitted. And I think, so the number two quarterback in the nation for 2023 just recommitted to uh, USC. And then oh. four running back in the country is probably going to go USC as well for 2023. All right. So that tells me that next year he's going to get a coach in the, tra- uh, a quarterback in the transfer portal. He's going to make a run. He'll win the PAC 12, but he won't get into the playoffs. Uh, and then the year after that is when he makes a playoff run. And that's when the NFL st- the talk starts. He'll do another no, playoff the, run. The NFL talk has already started. There were already whispers about that two weeks ago that the NFL was trying to lure him away. I'm guessing that was his agent. 
messing around. Sure, with sure. To get him a better deal. But, I mean, the conversation's already started. Well, Scott, it wasn't USC because he didn't speak to USC until Saturday uh, night yeah. after <laughs> Bedlam. Right, so it yeah. wasn't USC. But, I mean, but his agent definitely <laughs> put out there that NFL teams are calling, hey, uh, USC, if you want that guy. <laughs> Matt Stan says. get a QB in the transfer portal. He's going to get his starting quarterback from Oklahoma. Oh, Spencer Radler. No, no, no. Leave him behind, man. Yeah, I don't know if you want Spencer Radler. Caleb Williams is going too. Oh, no. Spencer Spencer Radler's done. Um, Caleb Williams will be in the transfer portal. And I have no doubt. I thought Spencer Radler's out of of eligibility. No, Spencer Spencer Radler is coming. He's going to go. You know where Spencer Radler is going to go. Be ready Notre to see Dame. him in Cincinnati. Nope. He's going to be with Luke Fickle in Cincinnati. He's going to replace Desmond Ritter, hands down. Uh, Matt Stanton says four years until Lincoln Riley is in the NFL. And Scott, Robert hey, Taylor hit us with a, a uh, very no, tough no, question here. Uh, who gets an NFL head coaching job first, Lincoln Riley or hands Eric Bieniemy? Uh Mookie, you're saying Lincoln Riley gets one first? Hands down. So what it's going to be, again, it's going to be that five-year window we, we talked about. It's going to take that long for BME to finally get a real interview because who owns uh, who owns NFL football teams? Drew, all I'm saying is something just doesn't seem white about that. Uh, I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but uh, it just doesn't seem white to me. Here's where I'm going to flip this question on his head. I actually want to say that Benamy's going to get the job first. The problem is that in five years, the only one of the two of them that's going to be a head coach is Lincoln Riley because Benamy's going to get hired to some shit job, get one or two years, oh. get done, and he's going to be back in an offensive coordinator job because that's how the NFL does So work. you're telling me Lincoln Riley is going to replace Benamy. Uh Benamy's going to get a job, and then Lincoln Riley's yes. going to take it from him. No, no, okay, no. So, okay. So you're telling me then if 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 Riley is going to replace Bienemy, they're both going to coach in Detroit. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> actually, yeah. I mean, actually, Scott, that's what you said. Like yeah, no, a shit job for one or two years. Like, Drew is one hundred percent accurate. Let like, go, Lions. That is the type of job that Bienemy will get. Yep. The the fans will run him out after two years. Lincoln Riley will show up. Actually, God damn it, that's exactly how it's going to go. Damn it. That is, uh, do Mookie. I get a, do I get a, yeah, you do. You do. You get another one. I get the assist. I tossed it up. All right, Scott, you get partial. I love when you toss one up to me, Scott. <laughs> that is a, yeah, you get you get a partial rap air horn. Uh, I think we've exhausted uh, the college football coaching talk, but I do want to address the well, Notre no, Dame I, fans. I, okay, I, Mookie's I, I do got wanna, more. No, I do want to clarify that. <laughs> you guys kind of just skimmed over a point here. Brian about... Kelly killed a kid. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so that was one of my other notes I hadn't gotten a chance to get to yet, okay. but I do believe... I do believe there is no statute of limitations on murder. So, like, uh, Indiana State Police, what, what do you, what's up? Like, what you doing, man? That would be great if they opened an investigation tomorrow. They're like, you know what? We've got some new details on that whole thing. And uh, we're not saying Brian Kelly's a suspect, but we're looking into things. Right? That would be amazing if they were just like, <laughs> listen. Great. I think this OSHA investigation was done too quickly. We need to look into this one more time. 
and then they the bring. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's better. So that's better than the Amish being mad at Lincoln Riley because Lincoln Lincoln Riley's getting shit from Amish farms in Oklahoma at this point. Yeah, there's like an Amish farm that put a sign a up. Do they watch TV? How the hell do they know what's going on? <laughs> they just they ride their horse to the game. It just might take them a couple weeks to get there. You know. Oh, it seems like uh, don't they deny themselves like all the pleasures and deodorant it was like an amish fruit stand and they they had a sign out front that said our fruit won't let you down like lincoln riley or something like that i'm like this is amazing you're getting trolled by the amish dude that they're not just really good at marketing they're like look we don't watch football but we know that people around here are idiots and we'll just capitalize on it mention something something about hating lincoln riley these these amish are very short shrewd here in Oklahoma. <laughs> I, I respect their business acumen. Good for them. They go to night school. Matt, Matt Stanton said, ye suck. Hey, guys, guys, real quick. Hold on. I, I got breaking news here because um, I know I know how involved all of you are, you know, in, in again, let's be honest. This is a very personal show. We, we build a family atmosphere, and I think it's important to uh, acknowledge that and uh, that being said, breaking news, um, someone has replaced Jay Cutler in my heart. What? And that is... I don't know what you're doing right now. Tom, Tommy Reese has announced, and he had a meeting with the team tonight to say that he is staying at Notre Dame to be their offensive coordinator. Just announce Freeman! What the fuck is happening? Why are we doing this? Why is this the thing? Just say, Freeman's our head coach. We're working out the details, but we've got an agreement in place in principle. Marcus Freeman will be our head coach. <laughs> Scott, are you excited that Notre Dame's about to have another black head coach? Yeah, if it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it goes well, I'll be all right. With it. <laughs> I, uh, Brinza, Kyle Brinza just tweeted uh, If Freeman is hired as head coach and Tommy is retained as OC, this spring game is going to be packed with alumni like never before. Ain't that the fucking truth, dude? This spring game is going to be is lit or something. I can't wait. I'll be. Oh, there. dear God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, oh, no, I want to address I want to address the Notre Dame fans that are really pissed at Brian Kelly and not Drew because Drew, despite his anger and his hostility, has not mentioned the one thing that I've seen a lot of Notre Dame fans uh, mention when it comes to being pissed at Brian Kelly. They are all upset at how he left, which is hilarious to me after him doing the exact same thing to Cincinnati and people being like, well, come on, it's more money. You can't fault the guy for taking more money. Like same thing to Western Michigan, uh, central Michigan. Uh, it was oh, central whatever. Michigan. One yeah. No, Michigan central. Scott, that's disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> one of those, <laughs> so directional, one of central those directional, Michigan. one of Listen, those directional. West, no, see, no, this is not okay, dude. Oh, yeah, because, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, no, no. Cause central Michigan oh. is home of the Joe Staley. I am sorry, Joe. <laughs> okay. That's a better reason than I had. Uh, <laughs> but they, like, I am so, I'm so furious reading stuff from Notre Dame fans. We're like, absurd. Kelly's an that's asshole. Serious. I can't believe you would leave like that. Like, dude, you just talk shit to UC fans for so long because they, they were complaining about the same way that he left their program. And now you're oh, upset no, about that. This is unreal. No, I said, I, spe- I specifically said, not you. You're, you're crazy mad for another no, no, reason. I mean, I, uh, I talk shit about UC fans because 
they're fucking terrible at basketball and they like gold stars. You know, same difference. <laughs> Matt Stanton said, you can't be mad at Brian Kelly. Jesus left that tomb in the middle of the night without telling anyone. There it is. Uh, do you think, do you think after? Hold on right there, Harvey, <laughs> yeah, 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 he gets, gotta give him at least three he, gets, for that he does get uh, multiple for that one. <laughs> Nice. Uh, do you think after Jesus left the tomb, he sent a teamwork message to the apostles and he was like, Hey guys, sorry, I had to bolt out of the tomb, but meet at the place at 7 a.m. And they were like, God damn, we got to be up at 7 a.m. This son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> no way. Then dude. they realized, no. Oh my God, we just called Mary a bitch. What are we doing? <laughs> Also, they said, ah, Jesus Christ, uh, which is uh, very, I thought it was an underrated thing. Biscuit says Notre Dame gets a black head coach, makes him the second black person to watch a Notre Dame football game since Rock watched Rudy. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. oh, shit. That's amazing. Um, all right, Drew, last words on Brian Kelly. seriously he's such a piece of shit did you see the video they put together where they spliced in his like uh first days at at notre dame after he ditched uc and the shit he's been putting out this literally yesterday it's the same fucking thing the guy is a politician he doesn't give a shit about any of these kids or universities but in a way that is so callous cold and empty that it's actually worse than like an ed o like at least Ed was out there trying to spread love in the community, and oh, know, he was trying to spread something. The fan base, He's exactly. Yeah, he was. He was trying to clap cheeks. <laughs> I tell you, you bring it. Hey, cool. That's a threesome in my book. Let's go, baby. Go Tigers. You know what? No, guys, I'll turn this back around into you. What do you what do you think Coach O has to say about this situation? Coach O in this situation, he's like don't give a fuck. Coach O's like, give me my fifteen million dollars. I don't give a fuck who's coaching this team. Go out and go Tigers, don't matter. I'm about to ball the fuck out. Now people won't judge me for going up to pregnant women at gas stations. Good. And I'm making 15 mil. Fuck right. <laughs> Do you think that Coach O and Boom Hauer from King of the Hill are related? 100%. And how close is that relation? You're talking like second, third cousin or like First. uncle. <laughs> First. Uh, uncle and nephew. Oh, shit. Uh, Biscuit saying spreading love is herbs thing. <laughs> that was my other favorite thing was all the people, all the Notre Dame fans, like, trying to, like, rationalize what if Urban Meyer comes to Notre Dame. And they're, like, rationalizing, like, well, listen, it's all in the past. Like, he's he's a, he would be a different it's guy here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's three weeks old. Like, hey. Look, man, yeah, (laughs) Herb might as well be Protestant because he is definitely not in line with the values of our university. That's all I got to say about Herb. He's a child of God now. Let us not, you know, we, we should forget. <laughs> like, we, we can't cast these stones at herbs. Come on, come back here and redeem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Notre Dame fans are like Notre Dame fans are just like Jesus teaches us to forgive, so we should turn the other cheek uh, on Urban and let him get a handful of this ass too if he wants. Yes! Whatever. Please make the ass joke, please. Do I do I get to give myself one? It doesn't feel good. Okay, all right. Yes, thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. And then, and then Scotty K with two apples tonight, at least. We got to give him credit for that, too. I, I'm just Dwayne Wade out here. You guys are slamming. Slamming. All right. Let's, let's do a quick shout out to our friends over at Beer Drop. Uh, we'll stop all right, for, for all of the people who are tired of us talking about Brian Kelly for the last 45 minutes. We will get off of that subject. Although we've got uh, crazy high numbers. So maybe I know, really? <laughs> Let's just keep talking Brian Kelly. Welcome to Craft Brood Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Craft Brood, we kill the kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Beer Drop. Uh, awkward transition. <laughs> If you want to fill out your fill up your beer fridge, uh, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. Fill out your custom profile. They will ship you a box of uh, custom curated beer directly to your door at under four dollars, starting at under four dollars a serving. Uh, awesome beers that you can't get around here in Ohio or in most places in the country. Real local breweries yeah, in Colorado that don't distribute. I, I did my box yesterday. You were talking about porter season. I was like, uh, <laughs> now that I'm getting past these pumpkin, it was like three of the five beers that I put in my box were porters. Like, let's go. That's exactly what I did, too. I was like, dark beers for the wintertime. I'm loading up. Uh, go f- do do your own box right now. CraftBrewSports.com slash beer drop. Uh, if you don't want to sign up for one of the plans, you can still just go shop for beers. $5 flat shipping through our link. So CraftBrewSports.com slash beer drop. Go fill out your profile and fill up your beer fridge today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Looking for a particular truck part? Then look no further. The Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from top suppliers in the industry and with quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog yet. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Sell out! All right, boys. Uh, let's uh, let's hey, adjust I, I, here. I got a beer drop question. Yes. Now that, like you said, you're filling up now. Uh, now that we're like in that late winter season, we're past the pumpkin ales. How much are you guys still ordering individual beers from Beer Drop? Like swapping them out in the package, or just kind of letting it ride and see what every happens? time I nope. swap uh, every I, single I, time. I paid the extra money for the platinum thing so that I can swap without paying anything extra. Like I, they give me five, and all five of them go out. But isn't isn't that so? Like, there's too many goddamn choices. There's so many choices. But that's, it's, it's so, so beautiful. Hard to down. It's then you just add it to your cart, and then the next drop the next month, boom, you put it right into your drop. It's that. Yeah, easy. Scott's got the Scott's got it down. Yeah. Scott just goes and cruises the site and just adds stuff to his cart. Add so that, that way he's got a, a cart a full of like six hundred and fifty dollars, and then he just swaps them into this uh, the beer drop. And then he tells his wife, no, that's just Braves. Like, uh, <laughs> I'll return it, you know. <laughs> Trust me, they'll give us our cash I back. No worries. Guys, last week at the end of that show, I was, I was cash. Like, I, I did return 
four hundred dollars worth. Oh my god! <laughs> four hundred dollars worth of Brave Championship gear went back to Fanatics. Look, you put everything in your cart, you hit buy, and then you worry about the details. Like, it's all good. I got my money back. It's fine. I respect that, Scott. That's well amazing. Uh, I got uh, every twenty six years you pay. I got ahead of myself at the start of the show. We didn't get the transition, so let's do it now. Uh, and Scott, I think we need to get a haters guide to hard knocks coming up here. So let's talk a little football. Week two of hard knocks in season with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, We had a a hell of an episode, Scott, as I was watching this one, I was like, man, there is so much gold for Scott to go through here. Uh, So I'm going to get you a little music here to, to back you up. We'll get you some Scott. He doesn't know haters guide to hard knocks featuring Scott. Go for it, Scott. Frank Reich doing his uh, best Mike McCarthy impression right out of the start of the show. You're all dumb as shit. I'll be surprised if anybody knows what this is. Oh, wait. Someone does? Why would you use something you think they don't know what it is to explain what you want them to do? What a Mike McCarthy announced. You got to explain to the people who missed the episode what he did. Uh, At the beginning of this episode, my man is standing there with a copper uh, grounding rod. And he's like, I bet none of y'all know what this is. And immediately somebody's hand flies up. It's like, it's a copper rod. And he doesn't even know. He's like, you're right. It's a copper rod. I was like, you just called it in your entire room of players idiots. Like, there's like, no way they're going to know what this is. Oh, shit. One of you is educated. Well, that's cool. You're not going to step on my speech here. So I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. He literally hit he hit him with the finger and he was like, Yep, this is to keep you grounded. Uh as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by somebody answering a question that I asked. Uh I asked the question you answered, I didn't want you to answer. Copper grounding rod, stay grounded. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. So hold on. So, so wait, what was the actual answer? It was it's a copper rod? It's a copper grounding yeah, rod. It was a copper grounding rod, and he was making it, the analogy that they needed to stay grounded. Drew, I don't know if you know this, but Frank Reich broke this down. When lightning hits, there's positive energy and there's negative energy, and the copper grounding rod tells you which direction to send the energy. Stay grounded, guys. Stay grounded. You just beat the bills. Stay grounded. Oh, wait, they didn't beat the Bills yet. Sorry, no, go ahead, they Scott. Hadn't beat the Bills Spoiler yet. alert! Wow! Oh, my bad. I, I, I'm just trying to grapple with how stupid he thinks his team is. That's <laughs> original point. Because I, I thought he, I thought I heard Copper Rod, and I was like, no, it couldn't be that simple. Like, you really, like, oh, yeah. even, in the, yeah. even, in, even the crackheads be stealing Copper Rods out of house. <laughs> Which is why I was like, why like, did he ask that question? Right, like, that's so <laughs> obvious. I was like, no. I, I, I was like, this question right. seems mildly racist. It's, well, it's I've, I was waiting and for one of the linemen. The I was waiting for one of the linemen, like, when he's like, does anybody know what this is? The linemen to just be like, it's a girl, girl, dad, woohoo! It's like, God damn it, another one? Jesus Christ, what, what is happening in this facility good lord <laughs> pass <laughs> hell of a stash frank <laughs> second episode in a row i'm watching nfl footage from years gone by to start the show solid stuff hbo Ooh, 80s buffalo bills the early 90s 80s buffalo bills 90s. oh classic footage the colts have the meats 
49ers <laughs> legend Bubba Patron is the best thing on this show so far. Turf monster getting rookies on repeat. Talking slash showing kids. Dude, let's stop right there. The special team coach broke down a play, a kickoff. No, Ventrone. I need to be able to know that Bubba Ventrone is a fucking special team maven and played with the 49ers during the Harbaugh years. Go. He's breaking down a kickoff and he's like, I want to show you guys the type of of effort we got this week. (laughs) Go ahead, Drew. No one cares. No one cares. Uh, they just, according to Biscuit, and if he's fucking with me, I'm going to be super pissed, but they just announced Freeman. Thank you for listening to the show, Jack Swarbrick, and understanding that we need to just announce Freeman. I appreciate you listening to me as I'm like, quit motherfucking around and just announce Freeman. Thank quit you. motherfucking around. <laughs> Sorry, this, this is the closest thing we have to a trophy on this show, so that's, <laughs> just consider that the college football playoff trophy right there. Notre Dame. <laughs> National champs, let's fucking do it. Uh, I'm gonna okay. Kong Bong when Scott. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so yeah. they they go to the uh, they go to the film and they show uh, this rookie first time ever getting on the field and they're like, this is the type of effort we put in on Sunday. And the rookie goes about five yards and then falls right on his face, <laughs> shakes his head and just walks off the field. I don't even think they had tackled the returner yet. Like he just was like, well, fuck it. I'm cut after this and just walked off the field. And the fact that your dude played it over and over and over again in film session was brutal, man. That was a brutal move. I was like, man, this is rookie hazing at its finest. The entire team, all the coaches, everybody laughing hysterically at this dude face planning on the kickoff. <laughs> Seriously, I'd rather watch that on repeat than watch these kids. Though. So. <laughs> oh, shit, where is that? Uh, Arby's on three. They're taking the sponsorship too far. <laughs> I really miss DeForest Buckner. That's Dude, all, yeah. That's all it says. I, I admit, like, I miss Defo so much. Uh, is this motherfucker seasoning his bare-ass chicken in his motherfucking <laughs> kitchen sink? Buck, please get this dude and don't eat that fucking chicken god damn. Drew, would you season chicken wings in your sink? Like, not your in a bowl. Sink. Not Nothing in a bowl in your sink. Like, sink. you just throw the wings in the sink and then season the wings and, like, rub it in the sink. And then eat them. Uh, is there, like, plastic laying in this? No, it's no, just your sink. It's just the bare at sink. Is the is the plug thing like in like to keep the the liquid in? Is it plugged? There there's no, no liquid. I, it's it dry season. It's a dry rub. He just threw sink. he threw right. the chicken no, no, no. in the sink. He just dropped it in the sink and then put the dry rub on and just started seasoning and like massaging the chicken yeah, in the in sink. The sink. Well, like yeah, no, not on not on a cutting board. Not on like like he just did it on the sink in the sink. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd for sure do that if the garbage disposal thing is plugged. I'm not losing a fucking wing to the garbage <laughs> So, like, if you plug that up, yeah, dude, if your sink's clean, like, why the fuck not? Christian, are you eating chicken uh, that's been seasoned in somebody's sink? Uh, no. Okay, no, thank no. you. That is the correct answer. <laughs> I was just going to say, how is there any caveat to this? I saw him putting raw chicken in the sink, and before he even started seasoning, I was like, why is there raw chicken in the sink? And then he was like, some people might call me crazy for, you know, seasoning my chicken in the sink. 
but I don't care. And I was like, what? They Matt, think you're crazy because that's how you get salmonella, you moron. Matt Stanton with the correct take here. Is yeah, it a is brand, it brand new, new sink? Then that's fair. Yes, you're okay to season in a brand new like, sink. No, I would but no, the are, first... Are you kidding me right now? Hold on. Like, if you actually wash your sink and take care with, you know, your cooking situations, that's a totally fine move, man. What the fuck care. are you saying? Uh, Tank also, uh, with the correct take here, it is more acceptable to piss in the sink. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. That. You I've can piss in, in the sink. Also, in the sink. that's Not maybe that's why I refuse oh, to season chicken in the sink, because yeah. I've pissed in it. So that's probably why. <laughs> it's like... That's good enough for me to piss in, but I've done that before. I don't think I'm ever going to see So what biscuits in what the salmonella I going in the sink? What I want to know is how far away is your nearest toilet to your kitchen? Actually, your toilet or door outside or maybe even low-hanging window to your kitchen sink. Uh... Well, window never gets opened, so that's but that's right there. But otherwise, so otherwise, not far enough to get anything in the sink. Like the bathroom is far enough away that if I flush the toilet, poop particles are not getting in the sink. The back door that's not is. Why I was asking. I mean, oh, like, I thought that's. What, I thought you were trying to lead like, me into well, a here's the trap here. Sink, and there's a toilet ten feet away. I, like, what's that distance that you've decided the kitchen sinks the right call? Wait, oh, the, you you talking oh, pissing in the sink? I thought you're going back to seasoning the chicken in the sink. I was like, why would you season no, your t- chicken am, in the like, toilet? You're, choosing, uh, you're not going to season chicken in your sink because you're pissing in your sink. And what I want to know is how far away is a toilet or a front back door, sliding door? How far away is an alternate? It's not. It's not about distance. It's about occupancy. When it, when the bathrooms are too used up and you yeah. just got to go, sometimes okay, you just got to go in the that's sink. Fair, and I can respect that. Uh, Scott, sorry we we interrupted you again. Continue okay. on hating okay. on the Colts. No, no, that that was probably my most poignant moment. Of the show. <laughs> the one that, like, upset me where I had to pause it and take a deep breath. Like, can I? Oh, really we we have we have this? a confirmed source. We have a confirmed source from the Athletic that Marcus Freeman is the new next and current Notre Dame the new next and current okay there it is you you heard it here first everybody watching this and not searching on Twitter the new next and current head coach of Notre Dame as reported by Drew as reported by somebody from the athletic Marcus Freeman uh, Drew I don't know hey. if we can play that song I don't know Notre Dame seems awfully litigious I wouldn't I wouldn't play that song well, too near the, the, too near the microphone is, <laughs> they definitely the good news is I know a graduate of their law school so we're fine I don't uh, think that's second, how that works <laughs> I had already played I had already played that at the beginning of the show so if it was a problem we were already canceled so. oh great yeah. okay all right good deal uh, Scott continue Biscuit, yeah. can you all stop Open doing up stupid a restaurant today, get shut down for health code violation. <laughs> Sounds exactly like an athlete's off-the-field money-making playbook. My favorite part See? of that was that when he was cooking, when it, like everybody got over and they're like, oh, man, I'm so hungry. And then he was like, I'm all right, nuts, I'm going to go start on the chicken. And they were like, this dude didn't even start on that. I'm hungry as shit right now. He didn't even start cooking dude, yet. It takes so long to grill bone-in chicken. Like, for <laughs> real, when the fuck was he planning on doing it? Like, it's going to get done at the end of the game if you're sitting there. And then he says, I want to start a restaurant. Get ready to sit in that restaurant for three hours. You show up yeah. and he's like, oh, I, I got to start cooking this order. <laughs> Did you season it in the sink? <laughs> <laughs> out. 
I ignored the F rating from the health department when I came in, but this is taking too damn long. All right. I ignored all the complaints on how long it took, but I refuse to eat sink seasoned chicken. <laughs> Uh, See, even crazy ass NFL guy knows JTT is the only Jonathan Taylor we reckon. (laughs) Frank getting salmonella confirmed. (laughs) Never mind. The respect bit means he might need a touch of salmonella to shut him up for a while. Bruce rattling off his career sack totals. Fucking legendary flex. You want to talk about a fucking stage situation for HBO Hard oh Knocks? God, How about Frank, Frank Reich, uh, Bubba, and like who was who else was at that table that they were like, let's no, just sit was, here and. It was Steve Tasker. It was Bruce Tasker. Reich, yes. Frank yes. Yeah, sorry, Bruce. Yeah. The, the the scripted rehearsal dinner that they had. Like they, you want to talk about Diggs's son running line? <laughs> the right? There's a 100% chance that Brute Smith passed line when he was doing that segment. It was clear. Like, they had shit eating grins. It reminded me, again, because they showed him the season recap. So I was like, I'm not as crazy as I thought. Like, it really was awkward. They re-showed that whole conversation between the GM and the running's back, running back coach. And here's how I know it was staged. At one point, when they're showing the, the recap, I caught the uh, GM looking at the camera. And, like, doing that real quick, like, he did that real quick side eye and caught the camera. And I'm like, That's because he knows what he's doing is film. It's being filmed. It's staged. All of it. It's so awkward. And that dinner gave me those exact same vibes. Right up until the old strength and conditioning coach makes his grand entrance and they're all high around him and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? You're eating dinner here? And DeForest Buckner walks in. Hey, Just wanted to introduce myself. Oh god, it was like, it was bad. So bad. Uh, amazing amazing uh you can't show marshawn lynch in buffalo and not have him talk about the applebee's in buffalo come on (laughs) hbo ursay name dropping edron james so casually also he's high which one (laughs) yes Phrasing Frank, I guess I got to leave the context to. At this point, Frank was congratulating the guys in the locker room, and I believe he said the words, I wouldn't rather be in here with any other group of men. You guys are all something. And it was very just like sexual in nature, and so I had to hit him with the phrase. Uh, all loads are light. Are we just not doing phrasing anymore? Uh, <laughs> rapping is the best part of the show and the credits every week. This rap might have been the best one, which, again, needs some background info. Whatever coach that was, the running back coach, the special team coach, who says, I don't like rap. I don't understand any of it. It's just. It's just. That man understands today's hip hop. He speaks the same language. He's also probably about 15 years older than me. But rap sucks nowadays. Congratulations for Ah, uh, well done, Scott. Uh, very good recap of this week's episode of Hard Knocks. Actually, I just got to say, I was slightly disappointed. My notes were a little, like, shorter. But they showed so much game footage during that Buffalo game. We were just like, I, I can't really shit on the-, the Colts. Like, there's no haters things here for the Colts because there's just Jonathan Taylor running in touchdowns <laughs> nonstop. 
it's not so much yeah this wasn't so much an episode to hate on the colts it was an episode to hate on hard knocks for being lazy as shit and just being like you know what we're just gonna show half of this is gonna be uh, taylor scoring touchdowns and it was like watching nfl films yeah it was just showing the game like that's not their formula for hard knocks like nobody actually cares what happened in the game i i know that the bills got housed Two three weeks ago, like I don't need to see highlights from it. I'm Guys, I got to be honest. After the Cowboys season this summer, and now this one, I'm, I'm like forcing myself to watch Hard Knocks for this segment. I'm I'm kind of out. I don't like it anymore. It's it's it's, it's kind of it's not shark good. Man, it's not good. I don't know yeah, what to I do. Mean, I thought just... I thought being in season was gonna like spice it. it was gonna be like a different view of things. It's not like the the it's not the same trope of here's the end of the line guys who are trying to make the team and you get invested in them and you hope they make the team and then they make the practice squad and you follow them and see if they make the roster at some point during the year. This is like, okay, let's see how the team deals with the highs and lows of the season. And so far it's been like, dude, they Maybe it's just that these guys are boring, but this is really rough to watch. Well, it's it, really it, rough. It, it's rough. And not only that, I think HBO got a little bit lucky because coming into the season, the Colts were actually supposed to be really good. So the fact that they even had, you know, struggles at the beginning and they're, you know, building back up and getting this momentum, HBO lucked out because if they were just straight steamrolling teams, I don't know what the fuck you show. Like, there isn't any intrigue in just watching all these guys talk about their kids nonstop and win a bunch of football games easily. Like that's, and that's what happened in this one. I was like, okay, this is the bills game. So we know that they beat the shit out of him and he scores all those touchdowns. Like, how are they going to do this? And then it went exactly how I thought, or I hoped it wouldn't. Whereas it's like, this is just game recap. I don't care about this. It's literally like, Oh, let's watch them try to juggle family life with, uh, with going to meetings. And then we see, 35 minutes of game footage okay cool (laughs) this is great uh also why are we focusing on the stars of the team why are we not focusing on the guys that we don't know like follow those guys around follow the guys who are trying right follow the guys who are trying to like move up the depth chart or you like why are the kid who fell flat on his face on the yes that dude oh my god why is that all we saw and why didn't we see practice that week of everybody ripping on him the rest of the week like every time they practice kickoff like somebody talking shit to him about don't fall on your face this time like that's the that's who needed to be mic'd up uh drew might be on the right path here hard knocks is it's it's just lost its luster uh christian are you watching hard knocks at all hey wait i had a take i was never all right uh sorry mookie i i'm i apologize for trying to bring christian into the conversation he hasn't got to talk (laughs) it's been the mookie show for fucking an hour and seven minutes but no go ahead mookie you give your take you guys over here talking about hard knocks and we still have yet to see Matt Saracen, so like, what the fuck are we even watching anymore? Look how upset I am. You made me knock over my Kong Bong, dick. <laughs> and on top of that, the Saracens thing got nothing, and <laughs> yeah, that was it. And you called my bluff, and I came up empty. So, hey. uh, yeah. What did you think? Nope, uh, nope, nope. No, Drew, you sit there and you take this. Man, this is some bullshit. You take it. You sit there and you take that. 
Uh, that was well deserved. <laughs> yeah, fair. it was. That you was interrupted and got so indignant indignant to try to make a Matt Saracen joke. I'm so yeah. mad at you for that. <laughs> uh, and then tried to pivot away by being like, so Thanksgiving football, huh? Wow, that's a thing well, that you happened. Fault, you can't fault me for that, right? Like at that certain <laughs> point, we realize you're going down. It's like, well, maybe I can just kind of throw this at my offensive lineman's feet. They won't notice. And it won't be intentional grounding, but I won't take this. Oh. We noticed. It wasn't a bad analogy. We noticed. You got to try. Like, you're not going to not try, right? Unless you're Matt Barr saying you should get the mute button. And you know what, Matt Barr? I think you're right. And the best way to mute Mookie, let's talk some baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. Hot stove going crazy. Matt Barr and his Mets have to be super excited. Uh, No, that has not happened yet. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow when that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like two hours and 50 minutes from now. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Like, I love how it's just so accepted. And despite there being literally nothing else going on in the sports, no one's talking about the baseball lockout. I love that. I love that over the last couple of off seasons, you have seen the biggest names in free agency not signed until midway through spring training. Like dudes waited forever to sign, and teams would not offer like the biggest names. And to this point, they have spent over like one point three billion dollars in free agency signings because they know we're getting a lockout, and they're like, we got a lot. We got to get these contracts done now. Yes, give them. Whatever he wants. Scherzer, Scherzer wants $900 million. Give it to him. I don't give a shit. I'm a crazy ass billionaire who owns a baseball team and I don't really know what I'm doing, but fuck it. I'm getting Scherzer. And that's how the Mets are running their entire organization. Pay him whatever he wants. I don't give a shit. Don't negotiate. What? Ask him for a number. Yes, you got it. Let's go. And that's basically how the Mets are running their entire team and they're signing fucking everybody. It's insane to me. Uh, that team, Scott, as a Braves fan, you don't see shook by all of the Mets signings uh, and and that one-two uh, tandem of Scherzer and DeGrom going into the season. No, because this is exactly why a month ago I said, you win the fucking World Series and you don't look back. <laughs> if there's a lockout, who gives a shit? World champs. Mets want to sign everybody under the sun? Who gives a shit? We're defending champs. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, I mean, I look, I like Scherzer. I, you know, I like DeGrom. Those are, you know, two. I, Scherzer's always had my respect since he was in Arizona as a rookie. Like, I, I've watched basically his whole career. Uh, so, you know, I respect the guy, like the guy. He, he doesn't have great career numbers against the Braves, so it's what it is. And then DeGrom, you know, he's great as long as – the Mets actually score runs, which they haven't addressed. So <laughs> don't don't and, matter. Uh, we only have to win games one nothing. That's all that we're looking <laughs> for is the Mets. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and then the fact that you know Degrom over the last couple of years, I mean, he's had injury injury issues. So it's like, eh. I mean, it's fun to watch him do it, but I I think your point is, is more apt that. You know, if this is what it t- if a lockout, uh, you know, on the horizon is what takes it to get you know baseball off season back in full swing like this. Like, remember when we were kids and the baseball off season started, and it was like, man, teams were licking their chops, and the minute it's like midnight hit, and guys, it was just like NFL free agency where guys yeah. were already signed like, <laughs> before it even started, and yeah, and you're right, and now it's like. 
Oh, it's uh, mid-March. Uh, Bryce Harper, guess guess he's gonna get signed. Wait, what? One of the biggest guys in the sport? It's just not getting signed. Like it's gotten absurd. So I mean, it's been building towards this, but baseball gonna fucking baseball and probably ruin whatever little bit of goodwill they have left and fully transition to being the number four sport in this America. So in America, so whatever. I uh, I just think that it's funny that the names that, and there's big names that have signed, but there's still so many big names who haven't signed. And I'm wondering what their agents are doing. Like how Nick Castellanos doesn't have a job yet is insane to me or well, Rizel Iglesias. Like that's somebody else who should, or Chris Bryant. Like these well, are dudes that one, I'm pretty sure that Rizel Iglesias resigned with the angels. So you're wrong. Oh, he did sign. I didn't see that. I'm yeah, sorry. That was like two days ago but anyway uh part of the reason some of these big name bats haven't resigned is because i think this whole dh thing is in the balance so if you're a big name and you're like this might be my last contract if the dh being in the national league is a thing that opens up you know the 15 other teams that you might not consider going to if this is going to be your last deal so I mean, I completely understand why Freddie hasn't signed. You know, Chris Bryant, like guys that at the end of their careers are looking at, yeah, I'll probably be a DH or DH is a good way for me to go. I, I wouldn't sign until that's all ironed out. Is it gonna be there? Is it not gonna be there? Then you can sign. Matt Barr said Nick hits a deep drive to left better than anyone. Uh, I love that that does. continues to get used. Uh, <laughs> you make a great point. I didn't think about the DH, and also I just want to back up. The Rizel Iglesias deal was announced 20 hours ago, and I was a little preoccupied over the last two days with the other news. So baseball was oh, the okay. furthest no, thing from fair. the mind. Yeah. Uh, I was. It, it, to be fair, I'm probably <laughs> the only like person on the planet outside of people who follow the angels who's like oh geez that Russell Iglesias news Jesus, that's old news I don't know like seriously I thought oh if the Braves ever win the World Series I'm just going to turn off the care button I followed what's going on in the last couple of weeks hotter than well but I feel like that's because of Freddie like once Freddie signs you're probably then the care button goes off like it feels like no, you're just waiting for Freddie for that Freddie domino to fall you would think, and yes, that will ease up some of my fog, but I'm legit. Like, the Mets are making moves, and everybody's like, well, you know, Braves are defending champions. And I'm like, nah, let's turn this thing into a fucking dynasty. Let's rewrite the wrongs of the past. Remember how they were Ooh. supposed to win all of those in the mid-90s? Nope, let's do it now. They lost that World Series in 91 against the Twins. Let's rerun that whole decade and get the ones they're supposed to get in the 90s. Did you see the report that came out this week that uh, Major League Baseball was caught using two different types of balls <laughs> through the season? I actually, uh. <laughs> I actually read that story just before the show, and man, I laughed pretty hard on amazing they, they have the nerve to suspend guys for using sticky substances and are out here swapping balls without the players knowledge what a sneaky oh no game. they said the they told the players union and players reps about it and they knew and they asked the union and the reps and they were like what what the fuck are you talking no they what are you talking about did, did, did you Drew. also enjoy the part where they're like like they just did what everybody else did. All right, quick. How can we get out of this? COVID. Supply supply chain. COVID supply issues. We were gonna run out of balls. Oh, no. oh god, it was so genius. So you want to talk about PR? They got the same PR that the uh, the Amish do. 
or Brian Kelly, because you want to talk about running up out of balls. He ain't got none. So, I right, I know. If you I can mean, kill a kid and then get up in the world, it's right. Cool. And God, and I'll tell you what, right here, this is a picture from the let. Holy shit! I work with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Pass. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, for those of you that don't know, it was it was. I was, was, this, I was, was gonna say this was a, a picture back in time of of the last time that Brian Kelly actually had a decent shot at being relevant in college football past his coaching career, and then I realized that that I uh, yeah but yeah. Another big game for uh, fat, unlikable Bob Stoops to lose. Uh, that's what that yeah. was right there. That Listen, so ass. for those of you that don't know, I know Scott kind of uh, railed there, but Moogie, I don't know if you know what this is all about. The baseball, so MLB owns Rawlings, which makes the baseballs oh, for no, no, MLB. I, no, I, yeah, there were they had deaden balls and juiced balls that they were swapping in based on the event or the teams. Like MLB was literally influencing games based on like for example the london series where balls were flying out of the stadium most likely they used juice balls for that the field of dreams game where balls were everything was hit in the cornfield most likely used uh juice balls for that one but then in other instances they would put in a dead ball so that you get like the the pitcher's duel in the low scoring game mlb is actively influencing not only outcomes of games or or like showing preference but they're influencing player contracts at that point because you have guys who are relying on incentives based on how their performance is and now you've got two different balls that they're using this is unreal to me unreal you want to talk about players whose contracts are based on incentives we should talk about mr uh porter jr and and the incentives he had to try to get that triple double which god I can't believe the level of petty the NBA had to take that away from him, but I fucking love it. Based on the looks on your faces, you have no clue what I'm talking about. Hang on. I was like, boom, shakalaka. All right, go ahead, Drew. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, last, I mean, I didn't want to go that complete direction unless you guys had to take on this. Oh, so we'll, we'll no. kind of navigate back okay, towards back the baseball. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, wait, guys. Well, actually, you know, what I think is important before we get into baseball, though, is that I think it, so since it is the offseason. Did you play golf this week? Uh, exactly I've, got, I've, got oh, something, okay. I've got something to tell you about that. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack fuck. <laughs> you tried to get in on me, Scott, before the transition played. You tried to get in. Tiger, Tiger coming back, baby. Oh, dude, when Tiger Woods said, when Tiger Woods said, listen, I'm not going to be able to play a full season, but I might be able to make it out to a couple events. I was like, oh, shit, Tiger Woods is about to play the week before the Masters and the Masters every year until he dies. I can't wait. I can't wait. And you know what's going to happen? He's going to win the goddamn Masters. It's going to happen. It's He's going to do it. We're not here to talk about the accident. I'm not here to talk about the past. But this back in this golf, I am back, baby. But do not ask questions about that crash. Whatever you need to see was in the police report. They didn't catch me on those pills. We are fucking good, man. I'm back. <laughs> he basically, when when they asked him about the crash, he did the uh, the Dave Chappelle knock over the water. I believe the fifth, and then he ran out of the room. It was like, but I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. See, all right, bye. See ya. That's 
There's your golf I news. I was told there wasn't going to be any questions about the accident. That was the conditions <laughs> of the fucking interview. What the fuck? Why is Chappelle not pulled that own fucking line of his in at some of these meet greets that he's intentionally oh. holding to talk about his shit? God. But anyway, that was a good. Point, that was good but, golf. Oh, sorry. I thought we. I thought but, we were done golf. Go ahead. No, we're not done with golf. Uh, the most important part is what is the tournament that is the week before the Masters? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember offhand what oh, comes wait, up before the Masters. It's not the Colonial. I the, don't. The one up in Columbus or whatever. Uh, that's the Memorial, not the Colonial. Uh, and, no, <laughs> like, not same kind one. of thing. No, nope, totally different. Uh, it's a totally different thing. Uh, but no, I don't believe it's that one. I don't think. No, I, I don't believe it's the Memorial. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I want to see Tiger two tournaments. I want to see Tiger at the Masters, and I want to see him out at the one where it's like the where everybody's going crazy on the 16th tee and the 16th green, and they talk all kinds of shit. Because the shit talk to Tiger Woods would probably be amazing once he gets back. All right, that's golf talk. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack Guys, let's talk it's hockey real fast. I, I need to talk hockey real fast. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Scott, did you see that Lemieux got suspended five games for biting Brady chicka chicka chicka? Uh, and he's the father son. It's the fir- first father son duo to get suspended for that offense. How crazy is that, right? Matt Barr went to an Avs game last week. <laughs> Wait, which game did he go to? Because uh, they hit hard in Daily Fantasy one day last week. I don't know. There was a fight right out of the gates, so he was on the. He was there last Thursday or Wednesday. So Chuck, is that is this guy's name just random? Is this guy's name literally just like a the son of a Chuck? No, Brady. Brady. I was gonna say I was like his son. Brady. Brady. Brady Kachuk got bit. And he got bit by Brandon Lemieux. Takachuk. Brother. He, why does this guy sound like a goddamn Pokemon character? He's uh, a <laughs> what character? Wait, Pokemon. Are you trying to throw shit? Like, you don't. You don't remember the great Keith Kachuk? No, I remember Keith Chuckachuk oh. Choo Choo. I got it. I got him, baby. I know who you're talking about. Keith Chuck Choo. You'd a great squirrel because like you're just all up over them nuts. <laughs> Brady Chow. <laughs> makes me think of buffalo sauce. What? What do you say, Andrew? I said it makes me think of buffalo sauce when you say Chow. <laughs> is that buffalo sauce Dude, poured? Name Twitter is on, lighting up. I'm right sure now. it is. This is the coach that everybody wanted. Um, uh, yeah. Um, well, this, he got so many quality now. takes. Like, for now. Open up the lines. <laughs> Scott, listen, he's got at least two and a half years, all right? Would you back the fuck off? Here's what I want. No, Here's he what I want. He hasn't taken us to that next level, and he's very... I can't put my finger on it. Oh, Something's no. not white about him. I can't figure it out. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. There's just shades of things that are wrong with uh, Marcus Freeman. That's the glimpse of the future right there. Here's what I can't wait for. Fast forward 12 uh, years from now. Crisis. Fast forward 12 years from now. Marcus Freeman is now the winningest head coach in Notre Dame history, and Drew can't wait for him to lose every game so that he doesn't pass Newt Rockney and he gets fired and then gets mad when he leaves. Listen, man. Listen, dude. All I got to say is I don't see color. <laughs> that was... 
That was weird because I was thinking if we fast forward 12 years into the future, it'd be like, Urban Myers just finished up his fifth year at Notre Dame. <laughs> He's not any closer to winning a national title than Brian Kelly was when he left. Also, Lincoln Riley just led a Tom Brady team to the Super Bowl. It's bizarre. It's insane. That team was but the he, Lions. But he didn't win, though. <laughs> that team was the Lions. Gabe pointing out the Texas Open is right before the Masters. Thank you, Gabe, for that one. Uh, appreciate you on that one, man. Gosh, like a terrible uh, tournament. What a great uh, night, fellas! This was, this was Dude, this off the rails. I I thought it was now, dawn. I saw weird. sunlight because it's the dawn of a new era. <laughs> is it night? It's still nighttime. Uh, How's it night? That doesn't make sense. Oh wait, hold on. I got a picture for this one. Hold on. I got. It. I've been saving this one. Oh dear God! Uh, here we go, Mookie with the surprise. This this limo. never ends well. Oh, there he is, passed out, looking passed at passed out after a successful, <clears throat> victorious football weekend at South Bend, Indiana. Just collapsed over on the concrete, staring at touch on Jesus, and uh, reminding the security guard that I am a. God-fearing Catholic and taxpayer as he beats me. Drew, when you passed out at Notre Dame, uh, did you have the Emmy in your hand or was that back in the car? Oh, no. We we put her away before the, the, the tail. We put her away before we went in the stadium. Yeah, she got locked up real good. I it's and you know what, It you know is amazing to me. I just want, hang, I just want, real quick, uh, Christian, if go ahead and finish that cracker you're eating, I'll I'll get you on camera here in a second after you're done chewing. <laughs> I was, yeah, take a take a swig of Rolling Rock. Wash down those saltines. Uh, if if I were to tell you that one person on this show that you were joining as an intern was an Emmy Award winner, and then you sat in on the first episode, would you have picked Drew to be that guy? No, he would have been lost. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad to be included. That's all I'm, I gotta say. I'm just but I, I appreciate being on the list. So this weekend for Notre Dame is so good, but what happens selection Sunday when it's just coming as like a six? Well, like they're not, no, they're not making the playoffs. Like we're not getting in because they're 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 like, oh, you you lost your head coach. You're no, that's why they needed forward. to get a coach now because the selection committee was like, you got, we're gonna hold that against you if you don't have a coach. We're gonna hold that against you. They needed a coach. They needed to name somebody. Freeman has been so there all did. year. Now they can't hold it against them. There's no drop in continuity. So now all Notre Dame needs is two of the four teams, two of the following four teams to lose, and they are in. They need Alabama, uh, Michigan, Cincinnati, or Oklahoma State to lose. Two of those four. Two of those four to lose, and they are in. I, I'm telling you, man. You're shaking your head, Christian. Wait, so, no, two of those four two lose, and they're in. Two lost Bama. No, two lost Bama is not getting in over one lost Notre Dame. If, yeah, they are. If, if no. they lose Georgia in like a close You're not – okay, it, but if it's – And the playoff wants that rematch. If it's only Alabama the that rematch? loses, then yes, you're right. If it's only Alabama that loses, Notre Dame is still yeah. not in. They need two of those. If Michigan and Cincinnati lose, Notre Dame is in. If Michigan and Oklahoma State lose, Notre Dame is in. If, if Alabama and Cincinnati lose, Notre Dame is. Any two combination and Notre Dame gets in. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to get fucking chalk on Saturday. All the all the teams who are supposed to win are going to win, and it's going to be the same top four that we have right now as the top four, uh, with the exception of maybe Oklahoma State jumping Cincinnati. That's the Bullshit. only thing that we can Ohio see. Ohio State's getting in. <laughs> 
Dude, I gotta be honest. At this point, Notre Dame needs to make it in because Ohio State is sitting right behind them after losing to Michigan. So if Notre Dame doesn't make the playoffs, it's going to be Notre Dame and Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl, and Ohio State's going to win by 100. I don't want to see Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl at all. Not a shot. Mike, Mike, here's the thing. We're fine. We're going to be in then, if that's truly your theory. If two of those four teams need to lose and we're in, then we're good. Because... Like, don't tell anybody, but, like, Luke Fickle has been in one of my closets since this morning. <laughs> like, well, if the Freeman thing doesn't go over well, I just want you here just in case. Listen here, know. Judge Alex. You're going to come hang out yeah. here in the— <laughs> We're just going to chill for a Luke, while. Luke, a Fickle, Luke Fickle is what you get if you order Adam Sandler off Wish. That's what he looks like to me, <laughs> and yeah. I can never unsee that. Uh, all right, let's talk about these beers we were drinking. Scott, what you have in your mug rated on the Brian Kelly sucks scale. Uh, I was drinking PSL, the old pumpkin spice latte that Mike had a few weeks ago. Listen, he nailed it then. Nail it now. This is Brian Kelly sucking at his finest. In fact, this sucks so much that Brian Kelly wasn't able to reach this substitute at Notre Dame, and that's why he's going to LSU. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mookie, what were you drinking? Uh, rated on the, you know what? You're texting and not looking. Christian, you were drinking Rolling Rocks. What were, where do you? Uh, Rolling Rock Tall Boys. Tall Boys. Tall Boys, yes. There. <laughs> uh, how do they rate on the Brian Kelly suck scale? Just, so wait, is good like him sucking the most? It, uh, yes, yes. Good, yeah, good is the, like, the most he could suck. Next year, this is the next year at LSU. His two and ten season, I think. <laughs> yes, wow, that's a damn good rolling rock. That's, that's a really good rock. I told you about your class credit, but I'll double it, man. <laughs> uh, drunk Mookie, Druki, what uh, what were you drinking? All I gotta say is I wasn't texting. <laughs> it was Kong wait, were Bong you Kong Bong prepping and playing? I I can't hear. I don't know why you do this stuff without the microphone nearby. I can't hear what you're playing. I don't know why he does it without telling us so that we can't, like, kind of help out. Plan. Oh, here we go. We're getting close. Okay. All right. The buildup isn't going to be worth it. Is this the the inside him, outside him speech? Oh, God. What's New Rockney, man? I know, I know. I've never heard of one. I was drinking uh, first mug mocha porter. Um, This is uh, basically Brian Kelly's non-10 win seasons. Just kind of forgettable. Uh, Started off promising, forgettable in the end. It was okay, just not great. And uh, eh, if I would have had more of them, I probably would have drank a little bit more. But since I don't, I'm not upset that it's gone. (laughs) All right, fair enough. (laughs) Mookie, you want to go ahead and uh, rate your beer at this point now? What were you drinking and rate it now that you're not trying to do comedy on the side? (laughs) Oh, that's that's what I was trying to do. I don't know what you were trying to do. I was giving you some credit. (laughs) I was really hoping for that. We're going to go, go, go. We're not going to stop until we got him on the run. And when we get there, we're and then with other stuff. Um, I drank Fluffy Pumpkin uh, from... (laughs) Odyssey Brewery, fantastic, uh, very strong beer. I'm not going to say it's Newt Rockney level, 
I'm going to say it's better than Frank Leahy, and I'm going to give it a good old Lou Holt. Oh, a Lou Holt level. That's a good a one. Lou Holt. Uh, Lou Holt level. I've <laughs> By the way, did you see his son actually got fired this last weekend? I did see that. Uh, uh, the it's Holt, such a uh, the Holt family just struggling through. Uh, this this feels... <laughs> This feels mean. Do you think Lou Holtz hates Thanksgiving just because he doesn't want to wish anybody a happy Thanksgiving? 100% chance. 100% chance. In fact, sir, give yourself the rest. Yes, I got it twice. Yes, uh, it feels good. That's a good place to end the show, too, fellas. This is it. bitching about this. I hate this fucking day every year. <laughs> Hey, Dad, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, fuck off. Never Thanksgiving to you, too, you son of a bitch. Listen, everybody, this was a damn good time. You should have fantasy craft root sports. Like, you should get points for your air horns. And That's it. I feel like every week this show is fantasy craft root That's another thing Lou Holtz hates. He can't. Lou Holtz can't stand fantasy football. He hates that one, too. He's not a fan. I really hate those Thursday night games god damn it <laughs> always forget to set my <laughs> i don't know why lou holds his fucking bugs money on this show but he is <laughs> he's, he's or sylvester sylvester the cat yeah sorry hey, at, uh, least, at least he's not mickey mouse oh good lord huh? oh boy uh do us a favor everybody go follow the show at crappy sports on twitter and instagram Throw us a like on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube. We're live every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock for ridiculousness like this. Hopefully every week Notre Dame loses their coach so that Mookie can be super upset and it can be this entertaining. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, shout out Belly Up Sports. BellyUpSports.com. Go hit them up. Tons of amazing content. Subscribe, rate, and review to all of the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We will see you all next week. Go Marcus Freeman. Cheers, everybody. We're out of here. Freddy, come home. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you're looking for your next new truck, trust Rush Truck Centers, the nation's largest commercial vehicle dealer network. Rush Truck Centers has trucks in stock throughout the country, including heavy, medium, and light-duty work vehicles. Plus, they offer a wide range of programs that help coordinate, monitor, and expedite vehicle service and repairs throughout their qualified service facilities. Check out their online inventory today at RushTruckCenters.com. That's RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Please speak to your Rush Truck Centers representative for further details.